Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Shalom. Shalom. All right. So let's talk about this amazing word in the Hebrew, which means peace. But there is more beyond knowing that shalom means peace. It means more than, more than this. I'm going to read a few scriptures to you for you to understand that God doesn't want anybody to be afraid. He wants everyone to have shalom so that we can represent him well. Because he already told us that he has not, he, that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So which means anything fear never came from God. Okay? Anything fear did not come from God. So it is very important that you stick to God's word. And don't be afraid. That's what the Bible says. You should not be afraid. Not be afraid. Normally when we say people are afraid of things, they normally will link it to scary things. No. No. There are some decisions, opportunities that you don't embark on because you are afraid. There are things that you think it won't work because you are afraid. You see, God might ask you, ask this guy for this. Or say this thing to this person. And you won't do it because you are afraid. You don't know what the person might say. We call it the fear of the unknown. But in every which way, God does not want us to be afraid. No iota of fear in you. Not fear of men, fear of spirits. No kind of fear. Fear of more, fear of less. It doesn't matter. You know, we are entering into the age where majority of us will be put in prison. Are you aware? We are in the era of John. We just switched from the era of Peter to John. <laughs> so some of, some of you will be put into the island of Patmos. And when you are entered into the jail, you must be excited. It's okay. If you can hear me, then it's fine. You know, what do you think the great tribulation is? You know, we have been taught that the great tribulation will be taken before it happens. Mm 
No, we will, we will see the beginning. We will see the beginning. How do you then appreciate scripture? We will see a little. Maybe the wind of it. And that might lead some into, into prison, into cells. And you should be glad like Peter, like Paul. Hmm? Who says, I accomplished more when I was in bondage of chains and, and, in, and in prison than on the outside. That's why we are urging us to train ourselves with God's word. Because that tribulation, when it happens, I won't know you. Because everybody's running away. Just like when, you know, you know, when, <laughs> when they, they became disciples, when Jesus left them. That's when their tribulation started. They were running away in caves. Because when they are caught, they will be killed. Although, you know, they had to be running here and there. You remember in Peter's house, they were hiding. And they caught Peter. Peter and John and their guys were bold. They stepped out there to go and preach the gospel. You know, silver and gold I have none. What I have, I give unto thee. Miracle, but after the miracle in the temple, they caught them. That was their tribulation. And they were put into prison. But look at their disposition. They were, Peter was sleeping. That's what the Bible says. James didn't have it like that. James was killed. So some of us will be killed for the gospel's sake. I like that. Not mm. What is mm? Yeah. And those guys that are murdered for the gospel's sake, you cannot compare the price they are receiving. They are, used, they are giving their life. You see, serve God as though you are losing your life. You see, that is what I've been trying to tell you. This thing that we are doing is nothing new. You are serving God in comfort. Serve God. Serve God as though you are, you are losing your life. Because there are others, some of you might not lose your life for the gospel. But others, their heads are being cut off. And the Bible showed us. James had to die. You know how he died? They put him on top of a very high story building, church building, church. Because they were killed by the, Sindri, uh, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. During the festive period. And they pushed him from that floor. I heard some, some scholars said, for the very temple, Satan took Jesus on to tempt him. The one Jesus said, Satan said, he has given his angel charge over thee. That's what they put Peter, uh, uh, James. They pushed him. He fell down. And he broke his leg. He couldn't walk again. And yet, he was able to pull himself. He pulled himself until he can go on his knees. In pain. What was he doing? He wasn't cursing them. He said, Lord, save these ones. Lord, save these ones. Lord, save. He was praying for them. Why? Because his spirit doesn't know vengeance. His spirit doesn't know insult. Even at that point, he was praying for them. Look, it was a festive period where people come all over. So they waited to disgrace the Christians in the glare view of everybody, visitors. And they brought, they did that to him. And one of them, seeing that he was still praying, got down and took a club. Club. And hit his head. Boom! Boom! Until James died. Who is hitting your head? 
Look at what happened to Peter. They had to crucify him upside down. Blood filling his head up. Look at John. Had to be put in oil. Burned. Uh, I mean fried. When they didn't succeed, they took him and threw him into an, onto an island where he won't have any access to anything. They leave him there to die. How about the others? Those who were pulled on the floor. Imagine you be pulled on gravels on, 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 on rough road. Your skin is peeling. And they are pulling you until you die. They are not pulling you until you, know, you, make, you get weak. No. They are it until you die. Some had, Paul had his head cut off. Head cut off once. Bam! And his head was off. Some had to be pierced with swords. Some were cut into two with saw. Imagine they hold your leg like this. One leg here, one leg there. And they begin to saw you. They saw you. They begin to saw you. You think it's a joke? You think when we enter into heaven, our reward will be the same? You are serving God as though God, God needs you. Serve God. Even if you are losing your life serving God, you are not the first. It's scriptural. It's scriptural. You serve God. I've slept only three hours. That's how, that's how much time I slept. Three hours. And I'm here. Because I have to pray more than to sleep more. Because I have to preach to God's people. And I need to do it with the voice of God. Not with my thoughts. So even if it means one hour, if I break down, I'm not the first person to have been broken down. You see, it is, what I do here is not important as what is seen in the spirit. And eventually when we enter into heaven, that is where the reality will happen. Living in comfort zone today, will, meaning there's nothing yielding properly in the spirit. And remember, we are all born again. But yet we will still reward. Can you imagine how Paul will be shining in heaven? The Bible says some for the sake of the gospel gave their life. Paul was excited to die. The song you have been singing, if I live, I live for you. If I die, I die for you. He was ready to die for the gospel. No wonder God could trust him and send him to places that Peter can go. Peter was running away from his life. Paul was not running from his life. Paul was behaving like Jesus. Who are you looking for? Me. Serve God like that. Don't serve God for your benefit. Serve God for, don't serve God for your benefit. Serve God because his word says you should do A, B, C. And you know some of them you'll be tired. <laughs> you remember Acts 22 when Paul had been beaten and he was thrown, he was beaten with stones and the guy was bleeding and they threw him into jail boom that night jesus appeared and what did jesus say he said paul now that you have preached the gospel here after seeing and missing all the beatings and all the blood jesus said if you have preached the gospel here in in jerusalem go to rome and continue and jesus knew that rome it's a dangerous place to go. Everybody was avoiding Rome. But Jesus said, go to Rome. 
Why didn't Jesus ask Peter to go? Because there were some of the disciples or apostles who were afraid for certain things. But Paul was not. Everybody must hear Jesus. Yesterday was Saturday. Did you ever bother to go out and share the word of God with someone? Because you, you, were, you were tired. You were, you were shy. You didn't have time. But when you read scripture, it says, stop and make time. I hope you guys are aware that the trumpet will be very soon. Everybody will go because we are born again. But it is not the work you do. It's not the work you are doing here. Whether you are a banker, you are a, 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 a farmer, an arm robber, or whatever. Whichever job you do, those do not matter. Those are peripherals. But the main job is that God has lavished upon you whether you think you qualify or not. He has given Jesus' highest appointment called ambassador. Because Jesus was God's ambassador. And that same position Jesus stepped in to give glory to God. The reason why Jesus came on the earth to come and preach the gospel was because he was God's ambassador on the earth. And that same position that Jesus was, he has, by grace, given us not anyone less, but the complete position of an ambassador. He has given you that title. To do what? To be an ambassador for him. To carry his message. To carry his message. To who? To the world. Hmm. Is it when you were not working? You thought all you knew was God. You saw that? Trust me. You never, you never believed in God. You just used God. As a means. To end. When you lose your job right now or you don't have work to do right now, you, the church is the safest heaven for you. You are in church tomorrow. Every program you are there. You, you don't love God. It's not God. It's not God you want. It's using God for you. So when you receive that thing which you were looking for, now God becomes secondary. You think God, God listens to any excuse? We read it in, 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 um, in Proverbs. No. You are tired. You, can you imagine a man that has been beaten with stones? He's bleeding. He can, he can barely walk. But when Jesus came, Jesus couldn't say that, Paul, you have now, I will now call your brothers to continue what you have done. No, sir. That same man that has been beaten with stones and was bleeding, and the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer. In other words, Shalom. Be of good cheer. Jesus said that. Paul, for I would have said, Paul, be of good cheer. The crowns you are getting in heaven. 
they will know. No. See, it gives you Jesus' focus. Jesus' focus is in continuity. He will not break the continuity to tell you something that is exciting. Are you listening? Whatever you have begun, you have begun. Jesus won't cut it to say words of excitement to you. The only word that is exciting he will tell you is what he said. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. So when you are going through pain or something in, in your in your in your end in your endeavors and you don't get anybody to to come and say oh he'll be fine okay oh, oh, oh. the only words we can tell you is be of good cheer which means you must understand what it means by be of good cheer sometimes we talk too much and satan can influence do you know there are a lot of words we speak that are influenced by devils check your bible the bible says that and satan <laughs> and, and satan moved david moved david to count israel when god has given his word that don't count israel satan moved peter to pull jesus aside and rebuke him moved him the bible says that that satan might not wax our words so you see there are a lot of decisions that man takes you think it's you thinking so in Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus was talking about the, uh, he was comparing us to uh, uh, birds, the lilies, etc. He said, take no thought. Take no thought. Why? Thoughts will come to you. But he said, don't take them. So some of us, even sometimes the thought of not even going to church, the thought of not praying was given to you. The thought of doing other things. Because you see, if your mind is given, if your thoughts are from God's word, it is that which you do first. You cannot compromise. I, I was sharing with those who came for their business class yesterday that mommy and I, have our business, we got a contract that we were going to be paid almost over 30,000 Ghana CDs in one hour on, on the 30th of September. And we said, no, we can't go. Why? Because on that day, I have a preaching appointment. And I will not switch preaching appointment for 30,000. And this doesn't come easy. This decision will not come easy. Because Satan will tell you, you are a fool. Do you know what you can do with this? What you can do with that? But our minds must be conditioned to always choose God first. So the Bible says that in the beginning, I tell you, it was no money. Stop chasing it. In the beginning was not what you like. In the beginning was not marriage. It was not boyfriend. It was not girlfriend. In the beginning was not sexual immorality. In the beginning was not that. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning God. So you see, the word of God tutors your mind and gives you a culture on how to see this world. And the reason why a lot of people are afraid in this life over certain decisions to take. Hey, opportunity comes but once. Look at the language you speak. Look at your own confession. So why won't opportunity come by once for you? When the Bible says that your God shall supply all. 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So where from opportunity comes but once. So since we have, we have been trained with these words, anytime an opportunity comes, you can be bold to sideline church, God, anything God, to chase for that one because Charlie, if I don't go for it, I might not get it again. I'm telling you, that thought was from the devil. Take no thought of that. Take no thought. Normally, we think when we take God's way, we have lost and we won't do well. Who taught you that? Abraham, leave your father's house. Do you know what it means? Leave your father's house, your kindred. Not only your father, your kindred. Your family members that when you have problems, they can come and speak for you. He said, leave them, leave. And let me show you a place. Meanwhile, God didn't say go east, go west. He said go. So he just got up. He was going. God says I should go. God failed him. Abraham failed. Abraham was a shepherd. He didn't take a sheep or a goat. Maybe not all. Maybe just a few because the journey he doesn't know where he's going. God failed him. He was a 75 year old man. Oh. I'm sure he'd be like, oh, I'm weak. You know, I'm grown. And above all, I don't even have a child. You know, and so on and so forth. Excuses. Abraham did not listen to the excuse. No wonder today he's the father of all of us. God says go. He just decided, let's go. Call the wife. I'm sure if the wife would not go, he would have still left the wife and gone. How do I know that? When the Lord asked him to sacrifice his son, the wife was not in agreement. So eventually they separated. But Abraham took his son to do, once God says, I don't think twice. So follow God's word and don't think twice. Those of you that you make church once a week, once a month, God is not angry at you. But fear cannot live your life. Fear can't live. You know why? The words that will carry fear off are received once in a while. Because you spend one day in church for two, three hours, and you spend more than 48 hours, 24 hours outside, hearing other things. Then you think after hearing all these things, when you come to church, three hours will be able to clear everything. No. No wonder we can close from church and you are still crying. After hearing amazing word, we close from church and you are still worried. We close from church. You are the one that says, shouting, hey, glory, hallelujah. Because that word was able to deal with one thing for you. But after, another came. That is why I taught you the, 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 the tabernacle. Right in, before you enter into the holy place, there is the brazen altar that has water that you have to wash yourself. The washing of the word. The word of God washes us from all the impurities we receive. You see how your faith fluctuates? Because faith comes not by what you see. Faith comes not by feelings. Faith comes not by emotions. Faith comes 
by hearing and hearing by the word. So the more you hear God's word, the more faith comes. Okay? Why am I sharing all these things with you? Because we are about to enter into a, a stage where Christians, it will be difficult for us. Very difficult. I'm sure you've read it. You see it. Hmm. You see it. Very difficult. Like we are having church like this. Room they can enter. The question is, will joy come? Because these disciples, apostles that I, I was talking to you about, when death was coming to them, they were rejoicing. They were rejoicing. Paul said that he said he said he said they are, uh, he wants to be sick and die that you may live. I was watching one of the movies of Paul when he was about to be killed. When the soldiers were coming, he saw them from afar. He was talking to Timothy. And then he said, I'm going to see the face of my Lord. He was not thinking death. He was excited. When they came, he didn't say, please. He said, let's go. He himself put his head, neck, uh, his head on the thing. And he closed his eyes and he was smiling. Why? Jesus has filled his mind. Jesus has filled his thoughts. He wants to go and see the Jesus he has been preaching. Some of us, when we say rapture, Jesus is coming, we say, no, 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 let him wait more. For what? For what? For what? Haven't you heard time is going to be difficult? Haven't you realized that things are going to be tough? So if Jesus said it's coming today, it's exciting. It is not our, 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 our way of escape. It's our way of rejoicing. Knowing that this Jesus that you are sitting down here listening to, listening up, uh, hearing about, you will now behold him face to face. And you shall become like him. Receive his glorious body. And you are excited in a place where there is eternal tranquility. Where you shall behold angels that they are here that you can't see now. Can you see that? And that, so that is why we gather. We don't go to church because it's a society when you die will bury you well. <laughs> or when you have adoring, then we will name you and your friends will come and see this is a society. We no, no, sir. It is a gathering. Of God's legislations. We make things happen on this earth. We do. We make things happen on this earth. Don't let Satan speak to your thoughts. Oh, Wednesday we'll come to church. We are going to talk about this topic. Oh, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. Then Monday, Satan say, for what? Koyede. You have to finish this business. Finish that. That's money. Now things are hard. Oh. Now if you don't go, you won't eat. If you don't... But there was a time. You were not going anywhere. You didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says, whoever and whatever you serve, it becomes a master over you. 
If you save money, money will become a lord over you. For born again, we are supposed to be lords over money. You, you step on money. You walk on money. Money doesn't move you. Let me show you one of the lordship of money. It doesn't want you to sow it. So anytime you're about sowing money, you are thinking. Have you seen a farmer who's take, who takes a lot of seeds, let's say a bag of corn, and looks at a very vast land, and he begins to put the seeds down. And as he's doing, he's crying, <laughs> I'm losing seeds. Do you see one like that? No. When they are sowing, they are excited. Why? They know their seed will grow. And they what? They will harvest. One of the easiest ways. Money is the easiest thing to receive in this life. Money. It's not the most difficult. It's the easiest to get. But you see, unfortunately, that same easy thing, Satan has turned it around. And it has become the most difficult thing to get. And since you have made it look as difficult, it will be difficult. Since you have decided you will sweat, you will sweat. I even hear Christians who even quote Genesis chapter 3 when God said you shall sweat before you eat. And you say it, so man must sweat. No wonder you are sweating. But the same Bible says that the blessings of the Lord make it rich and it adds no sorrow. Didn't you see that scripture? What are you going to do in Genesis 3? <laughs> so you have no idea. The things you have been saying is what you are seeing. You will not see anything different from what you say. I'm telling you. Mama sweat. Look at the confessions. Huh? That's why every funeral you have to attend. Why? So that when you give in sawa, and you too, you die. Somebody will come and give you in sawa. How would you know? Is it up to you about the thought? You, you, we take a lot of thought too much. Look, I told some of you, be regular. Okay? And decide that from now to December, we have three more months, I am going to renew my mind with the word of God. No matter what, that is my decision. I want to think differently. I want to talk differently. Decide. Otherwise, you won't see. 31st will come. We will enter 2024. It won't. The year doesn't bring blessing. Years don't bring blessing. We are the blessed. And we enter into the year. To make it Seasonal. That's what the book of Proverbs told us. He said, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it cometh the seasons. So when people are going through dry time, you begin to release wet time. When people are going through rainy times, you release dry time. They come from you. They are not in the year. How many times haven't you said, October be nice to me, September be nice to me? How many, how many times? A lot of churches will say without revelation that is the month of pregnancy. And you are about to birth all you have. No. You think spiritual things are easy like that? There are principles to spiritual things. They just don't happen. <laughs> but you see, you, 
Don't need to think that way because you are a commander. God has made you a commander. Yeah, God has made you a commander. And commanders must learn how to give instructions. Is that correct? Tension. Hey, move there. There were some military people here this morning. And about five. They were about five. Yeah. And then somebody was trying to misbehave there. And I think the, the leader was standing here. He shouted from afar. Hey. And he started moving. He said, look, hey. And the matter was settled. <laughs> that is how God has made you. Yeah. You are a commander. But you are a commander. You are behaving like an officer. Huh? You wake up in the morning and say, Money, respond to me. In the name of Jesus. And money will respond. You are a commander. When we started WSI, my first message I taught was be a commander and not a beggar. It's on, it's on YouTube. You can go and listen to that message. Be a commander. Speak to the sun. Speak to the atmosphere. Speak to the earth. They said somebody has taken something from the earth to go and do you what? Speak to the earth. Oh, earth, earth, earth. Hear the word of God. You act in my favor. In the name of Jesus. Sun, you act in my favor. Cloud, you act in my favor. Wind, be saturated with the power of God. And act in my favor. Blow in my favor. And blow out chaff. This is the voice of a commander. Not an ABD day. How's my life going to be? You are a civilian. The Bible calls you a soldier. You are giving Satan a lot of room. Ask him to get out. In fact, ask him to settle the situation. When he's done, he goes out. You didn't hear that. If Satan has dealt with something in your life, he says, you devil, in the name of Jesus, rectify it now. In the name of Jesus, fix it now. And when you are done, you get out of here. Otherwise, he will leave work for you. The thing he has destroyed, you will now have to now come and pray and get it done. I think that's what, is it uh, Smith Wigglesworth? That's what he did. Satan came into his house, scattered his hall, TV down, everything. He scattered his hall. Satan physically came, scattered everything. And then he heard it from upstairs. The guy was not afraid. You see, let the word of God, because in those times, he doesn't watch TV. Every time he's with the word of God, reading God's word. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in a furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 
says on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leap from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.